Let's exercise this demon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Lost podcast. Welcome back, Jack. What's the date today? October 18th. There you go. That's it. 2020, year of our Lord. <laughs> year of just awful. Our things. Lord being Satan. Yeah, he's because coming for us. Good God Almighty, this has been a hell of a year. Like, and in all honesty, what is happening? Like, what's happening? Why? The, the collective energy of a misguided world. Yeah. I truly believe we have reached the peak of negativity that the ether can handle, and it is disrupting everything. And that is the culmination of 2020, is the, we just need to abolish negativity from our culture. Yeah. And I don't mean by laws and every. I think as a culture, as a people, we need to chill the fuck out, start loving each other again. That's why I think all this bullshit's happening. But right now, the reason that I made that made me think of it was the fires, man. Yeah, if you're not from Colorado, uh, we're burning down. We're over burning. There. <laughs> Biggest fire in Colorado history. Well, recorded history. Um, mm. And I could see the fire line from my backyard. It's definitely the closest it's ever been to home. <clears throat> yeah. We've had other wildfires. Like, we live right on the edge. Of the of, foothills. Of the foothills. Um, and so we've always been able to see them, but yeah. never this close. Like this is, it really hits you when you're evacuating people you know. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> when it's like, wow, this is real. Like cousins. Yeah. You know, friends, family members. Our like, cousins have been evacuated like four times. For real. <laughs> oh, and then they, they just recently posted an update that their house was surrounded on all sides by fire. Yeah, I think it's still standing though. I do too. I the firefighters have been killing it. Yeah. I mean, bless them, man. It's crazy. Yeah. We've uh we went and rescued our neighbor's daughter. Mm -hmm. They had a whole bunch of old classic cars up there and Yeah, so our field is full <laughs> of vehicles and cherry pickers and cars and Yeah, so here's <laughs> the story. <laughs> so, I'm about to play video games in the morning with Reagan and Mark sends me a Snapchat saying, Hey, get dressed. We got to go evacuate our neighbor, Jesse. Um, and so I was like, okay. He's like, she's got a whole bunch of old classic cars up there that we got to drive down. You made it sound like there were so many cars. Well, me too. There <laughs> were technically a lot of cars. Then, just... No, there was, but I was expecting like a bunch of drivable vehicles, I guess. Yeah, I guess I didn't really factor in the drivable aspect. <laughs> yeah, so we go up there, and I'm thinking this whole time, I get to drive this bomb-ass old car <laughs> all the way home. <laughs> I didn't think about this. I didn't think about that angle of it. Yeah, so I said that to Reagan. I was like, I get to drive an old classic car. <laughs> and so we get up there, and there are old classic cars, and they're really freaking cool. What were they? Oh, man, there was like an old, uh, it was like a 67 Chevelle. He had this old T-bucket, um, which is oh, a hot rod, so cool. um, where the engine's all exposed yeah. and open in the front, and you're basically just sitting. Those big back tires. Yep. Yeah. Uh, drag racer. I mean, he had this old um, truck that was up on the lift. I didn't see that one. Yeah, that one was up on the lift. I mean, lots of very cool cars, yeah. <laughs> but he also had. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then um, our neighbor has a Mustang. Like, that's what she Oh, that's drives. right. It, uh, Camaro. Oh. Not that, a Mustang. Yeah. It was a Camaro. Oh, there you go. I don't know cars. Yeah, and it was like a newer Camaro. 
But yeah. it, this thing was a, a so badass. So we get Camaro. there, and I'm like, "Ooh, I want to drive that one." And like, not thinking that they're all most likely manuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I know the gist of driving a manual. I've done it before. Casey taught me a long time ago in the Saturn that she was <laughs> borrowing, and it was not easy in that thing. But I know the gist. I know how to do it on my four wheeler, everything yeah. like that. Um, but not well enough in somebody's old classic car. <laughs> or like, it matters if you grind yeah, the gears. And... Yeah. So I was really hoping there'd be one that was an automatic and there wasn't. So I got to drive the, <laughs> <laughs> like the 1968 Astro van, white, it was actually a white panel van. Um, she, yeah. and she was towing a, a cherry, cherry picker. picker behind it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was hilarious. So me and Lindsay get in the van <laughs> and I've pulled a trailer before, but that thing was long. Like yeah. it wasn't a short trailer. It, it was pretty wide. And or, you don't have a rear view mirror because there's Yeah, you no- can't see anything. There's like a gate or whatever yeah, you call those. Like things. a metal barrier behind your seat. Yeah. So I wasn't really worried about that, but that thing barely went 30 miles an hour <laughs> up a hill. <laughs> And we're on like windy roads because we're up the yeah, glade road. Yeah, we're up the mountain. <laughs> um, so I'm just like cat, like very slowly driving because this isn't my thing. I don't want to roll it. Like yeah. I don't. And then Cody's behind me in the Camaro. In the Camaro. And I can just see him. I'm like, I know he wants to pass <laughs> me, but he also was like concerned because he came up to me and was like, "All right, like be really careful. This thing takes wide turns." Mm-hmm. Like he was being all cautious. Um, so I knew he wanted to be sure I got safely to the junkyard road. And so right when we turned on the junkyard road, it's a, it's a straight hill. And I was literally going like 25 miles an hour. And I looked at Lindsay, I was like, I don't know if we're going to make it up this hill, Lindsay. I was like, come on, let's go. Let's go. And then there comes Cody. I see him in my mirror, just pulled to the left and he just fucking takes off. And I was like, damn it. (laughs) So then we get the cars back to the field and I send Reagan a Snapchat or Reagan and Casey a Snapchat. I was like, so uh, this is what everybody else got to drive. This is what I got to drive. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) So disappointed. There was a Ducati, a dirt bike. Oh, that's right. The Ducati was (laughs) there and her really nice um, Enduro. We pulled up and there was a golf cart and I was like, "Ooh, I'll take that down. (laughs) (laughs) It probably would have rode better than the van. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh man, because I stayed. So you guys took off. It was a, it was chaos as can be expected with a fire evacuation. Oh yeah, and it was super, super windy, and it was oh, like, man. it just really hit you. Like mm-hmm. this is real. I could see the fear in Jesse's face. Oh yeah, because like when she was trying to tell us what to do, like I could just see how flustered she was, and I was like. I couldn't even imagine. Because what do you grab? I mean, not only you is have to there pick like and choose. 35 years plus yeah. of stuff here, it's there's a business that's being ran out of this place. So he, I mean, yeah, you got a couple <laughs> hours to figure it out and then grab, you're supposed to grab what's the most important that can't be replaced. Well, they got have me. a huge shop. Oh, yeah. Full. Absolutely. It's like a whole Ace Hardware in there. Oh, two of them. <laughs> There's so much stuff. They had a whole bunch of Christmas decorations up at the top. Oh, oh my gosh. Because those are the things that you don't realize you need to replace it until you need it. Well, like, imagine, because, like, Mom has had the same Christmas decorations for years. I know exactly what the, yeah. the whole living room is going to look like with what's oh, up to animals. It. And it's like, so imagine if that was all gone. Like... Oh man, like where That's do you start over there? That's years and years and years of Christmas decorations that man. she's had. <laughs> but again, at the end of the day, it is all just stuff. Yeah. 
It is stuff. But that's, oof, I like some of my stuff, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really do. If, if, like you said, if Christmas Village went away, that would be awful. Yeah. Ooh, because some of that stuff you can't replace. Like, they, they just don't make it anymore. You can't mm. find it. Yeah, that's why, like, this whole fire thing is, it's real sad. Yeah. Because we're all, like Danielle said, we're off the foothills. Um, <clears throat> but... If it was bad enough, it would come because it would come down the ditch mm. where all the trees are. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is the trees are what carry it because we could get it with the water for the grass and, you know, the field and everything in Nancy's field. But, dude, it was crazy. <laughs> we had a plan. And that's the big thing. We had a plan. We talked about it. We knew what we were going to do. And that gave me confidence that if all hell breaks loose and it gets too close for comfort, we get out of here. Yeah. But I really, truly believe there's just no way it's coming. Oh, I don't think there is. Either. It would take but just like <laughs> just how close it actually is is the crazy part. Yeah. Like there's been fires up there many of times, but it typically doesn't come past Masonville. Mm -hmm. Like it, Masonville is usually the stopper point, and it's like, yeah, I don't know exactly how far it is down, but when you can see flames from where we're at, which like, is because we're the last ridge. Yeah. Like we back up to the the ridge before town mm -hmm. and we could see it. So that means the last ridge before town was being breached. Yep. Crazy man. And, but it's also kind of, there's always humor somewhere, right? Cause the, you know, the internet's with, with the Facebook, I had people posting like, I'm, I live on, you know, fourth and Taft <laughs> and we're packed up and ready to go. I'm like, Oh, good Lord woman. Like, come on. <laughs> you really yeah. think, you're going to, it's going to make it yeah. to you. I think like the part that people don't understand is the reason why forest fires are so intense is because they have literally nothing but fuel to yeah, burn. It's a gasoline fire. <laughs> so once it's no longer in the mat, like in the forest areas <laughs> where it's normal grass and like barely yeah. any trees, yeah. houses with siding and roofs on them, like, like nor like roads, <laughs> asphalt roads, yeah. concrete parking lots, like yeah. fire. It's not just a wall of fire. <laughs> it's not lava, mm -mm. you know? And I think that's the misconception is they yeah. think it's just, just a wall of fire Well, because, like, lava will go through anything. Because it's fucking lava. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has mass. Fire doesn't... Hmm. I mean, in a technical sense, it has mass, but it does... It's not going to push through a brick wall. Yeah. It's going to... It's... It... It. Not to downplay the, the, the buildings that have been lost. It's just use your fucking brain is yeah. all I'm asking. Well, like, know where you're at. Yeah. Okay. And, like, people who are, like... I don't know. They're panicking... Wait, like they're not the ones that are in danger, but they're making, making it about them. Yeah, when they're... there's people who are literally fleeing their houses, I know somebody whose family's not leaving their house. They're fighting it. Yeah, Whoa. like, and the thing is, if you and you can, you have that right, um, but you also need to know you're not being rescued. Yeah, which is very sad, and I can appreciate staying. But it's not worth your life, mm. you know. Just you use just common things, sense, yeah, and do the hope for the best, and just be, like even live, for though. me, like this house is literally my home. Like yeah. I have never lived anywhere else. <laughs> Which is crazy. I was born and raised in this house, yeah. and so born in the crawl space. <laughs> having this place be gone would be absolutely devastating. But as long as I had my 
family and my animals, mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter. You exactly. can rebuild the house. <laughs> and you could. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is just a house. Yep. You know, and as someone who has moved many, many times, (laughs) as no matter how much you love a place with time, the past is the past. Mm -hmm. You truly do move on. Yeah. As long as you allow yourself to, like you can wallow in the past. But as when it was, when I had to leave for the first time for real, like in the military, because I moved out young, but when I had to leave home, yeah. That was very like leave difficult. Colorado. Like leave Colorado. I knew I wasn't coming back for an extended amount of time. And that hit. Yeah. Like, oh man. And it I missed home. You know, but ultimately once a normal routine started, my new home was here or was there at the time. Yeah. Even though there sucked, it was still home. And now that I'm back here, here's home again. So really home is where the heart is, right? <laughs> and that's where that bumper sticker comes yeah. from. Home is where your family is. Yeah. But not always family. Some people, Just like, that's ones. not where their home is. Yeah. Like, home is wherever you are the happiest, I would say. Isn't there a song about, like, San Francisco? San Francisco. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know what the song San is. San Francisco. Yeah, it's an old, like, you know, 50s. Cody calls it Fran Francisco. Fran Francisco. <laughs> Man. Cisco. <laughs> Is a food distribution company. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, what are we even talking about now? Oh, look at the face. Um, oh, it's... That's such a... I can't get over that one. <laughs> oh, shit. What, what were we just talking about? Um, oh, got, home is where the heart oh, is. God, it's only been 19 minutes. <laughs> no, not really. We got good shit going. That felt like a lot longer than that. It did. Felt like an eternity and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now we've... Evacuated cars, housed fire chickens with Jeremy. Housed fire chickens. The, the, well, they were, they're not fire chickens. <laughs> yeah, Jamie and Jeremy. Yeah. We, uh, for their cousins, chickens. We took their chickens in. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And they're storing all the other animals at, or a lot of animals at the Budweiser Event Center. Yeah, I saw that. There's so a lot of people who are opening up their stalls mm-hmm. and stuff to people. I wish our fence or our field was fenced because yes, I would totally put it. I don't care what mom and dad say. We would well, put animals out there because we would need if we lived up there, we would need somewhere for our animals. Mm-hmm. And you just got to pay it forward, man, because yeah. you never know when you're going to be in need. And when someone's going <laughs> to when someone's going to um, hopefully open their shit up for you. Yeah. Well, it's like even at Happy Tales, we uh, are giving discounts to people who have to board their dogs because of. The fires. Yep. We have it's... three there now. Because one big question that, <laughs> you know, I was doing all this evacuation planning and we're going to put sprinklers up here and we're going to do this and that and the other thing. And, yeah. Um, the one thing Cut I had to think pool. about, which you brought up, was where are we going to go? Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I didn't think about the where we're going part. But like the nice thing for us, though, is we have so many family members properties we could go to like any yeah. we anybody would take us in we could even go to happy tales oh that's true i didn't even think about <laughs> yeah. that well it's nice our to be options loved. are endless yeah. it's nice to be loved and terry's checked on like the past two days she's texted me asking like any updates like how yeah. we're doing here noob um he reached out yep yeah he reached out asked how we were doing asked if we needed any help uh one of cody's buddies actually called him last night and asked him the same thing he's like hey i know you guys kind of live out there like you guys need us to come it's crazy. Uh, he thought we were in the 
evacuation, but we're like, no, we're we're not, not there that yet. west. <laughs> we're west, but we're not that west. And yeah, man, it was wild. Yeah, it was See super the... nice though to like hear that phone call, like because he oh, called yeah. and reached out to him to be sure, like if we needed help. You do care. <laughs> yeah, people. You know, care. you think you don't care <laughs> until shit really hits the fan. People show their true colors, mm -hmm. and that's the cool. That's cool, man. That's when it's important. So give a shit. <laughs> just, just give a shit. You've already just done it. You already just did it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I said first. Just, what was the just? Just over it. Done. Just done you it. You just done it. Did it. You done did it. You dog dodged up, dick dived, and dodged it. <laughs> Lindsay's here. She came and joined us mid-recording. Our late-ass recording, too, man. It's yeah. eight something, eight forty-one, and I have to work tomorrow. Yeah, and that's why we're recording now. Yep. Because I gotta edit this bitch tomorrow. We have a whole week to do this, and we choose to do it literally as late as possible. I mean, we're doing <clears throat> some serious stuff. What? Teaching. <laughs> I'm how... pretty sure we played Fortnite for like <laughs> four hours today. Teaching you guys how to do Fortnite. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful bonding time for all of us. Tyler's back. No, oh, he's yeah. been playing video games with us. Our cousin so, Tyler, but he's playing it on his so AOL dial-up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this dude is playing on. Because me and Mark play on PC, and then Ray Ray plays on PlayStation, and Tyler's playing on his Nintendo Switch, like not on the big screen. He's playing it on the tiny little screen that comes on a Nintendo Switch. So he brings it all super close to his face. So that we can hear like all the shoots and stuff out. But the best part though is so me and Danielle just get to talk normally with our headsets on. Yeah. And Ray Ray and Tyler have to on their phone open up another app, put the speakers in their ear, and then put their video game headset, headset over their like earbuds or whatever. Yeah. I uh, think we got the Oh yeah. The, the good end of that stick. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but it's been so much fun just talking with Tyler again, hearing his voice on the regular. His giggle. And he's my cousin, um, for those who don't know. He's the one that M Mark bullied as a kid. Yeah. He's the one that Hey, I toughened him up, wheel. man. He used to perm his hair. <laughs> so you're welcome. He doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> I remember. It was a big old afro. <laughs> he had a big old white guy afro, man. Um, so he doesn't, yeah. Now I he's saved, got his salt and pepper hair. Yeah, I saved the world from that afro. Um, no, he's great. I love my cousin. He's the closest thing I had to a brother. Yeah. You know, because growing up, I just you had you bitches sisters. in my life. So <laughs> I had very womanly influenced. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Tyler, I'm just very happy he's back. It's been so much fun. He just giggles in the background and it is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Because he just like he has such bad internet that he just laughs at the lags that he gets. <laughs> like, and he you can just hear him just giggling. It's good because there's two directions you can go with lag. Yeah. Um, so basically lag is that you think you're playing and you're not. You're and running you in just, place. You just die. It's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> I don't know. It's just been so much fun playing with my little sister, playing with Reagan. Um, I just I dig it. Video games. <clears throat> oh, I guess I forgot about my uh, beautiful <laughs> wife. She definitely is a major gamer Lindsay too. Lindsay has gotten so good. <laughs> That's true. She can even kill me now sometimes. Yeah. Well, because we've been playing. Um, 
creative where it's all of us against Mark because he's he's a lot better at the game than we are. <laughs> there is a little bit of a skill gap between me and the other people I play with. For the other nerds out there, he's a sweat. Yes, I would definitely be classified as a sweat. Somebody who tries so hard playing video games that they physically sweat. That's why they're called sweats. Um, but it's a lot of fun because it's just nothing but laughs. Because mm -hmm. you got four people trying to kill me all at once and it's relatively difficult i would say for yeah. them to kill me typically i kill them <laughs> yeah. but they're all just trying to do stuff and falling over each other and laughing it's nothing but laughter <laughs> i love it it's just so much joy um and it's just so good i'm enjoying the happiness it's a lot of fun reality blows right now so <laughs> just really dive does. into some diving <laughs> <laughs> Dive into some artificial um, reality yeah. if you need to. There's yeah. nothing wrong with a little bit of fantasy mm -hmm. just to give your brain a second to That's reset. That's why I don't even feel bad about just playing video games right now because it's like everything else is so shitty. That oh my gosh. It's really all you can do. Yeah. So give me the, <laughs> give me the virtual right now. And I got my VR going. Oh, that's um, so much fun. So I didn't tell you about this, but <clears throat> I downloaded this thing, um, this VR program where you go into these virtual worlds, such as virtual reality is known for. Okay. Um, and all these people were just like chilling and talking. It was just like, to put it in a real world scenario, a very social coffee shop, I would compare it to. Just people communicating and talking about all kinds of dumb shit. <laughs> I can't handle Emma. She is licking her feet off of her body. Emma, sweetheart, please, for the love of all things holy in this world, stop licking. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. So they, there was people um, talking about, like, their thoughts on Buddhism, and, like, uh, there are these two people who are clearly flirting. Do they look like people? Or do they They're like, like avatars, you okay. know, so they have yeah. shirts and stuff, and okay. <laughs> big, big heads and hands, and their mouths move, and they blink. And you know. They only wear shirts? Yeah, I don't think there's any bottoms. Oh, it's so the kind of, like, float? Yeah, so okay. floating avatars. So you're looking at a virtual person. Okay. Um, and just talk about what a great thing to have access to during a pandemic. Yeah, because you can still stay social. Absolutely. Because for me, you know, I typically don't like being social as much anymore. <laughs> um, but if somebody who's just hyper social is dying inside, can you imagine living in L.A. right now where they still can't go out? Mm, no. And people who are used to going out every single night. Yeah. <clears throat> they're probably going crazy. But there's also concerts and stuff in the virtual world. Yeah, I've yet to see one. They're they cool, man. Them. There's like DJs up at the thing, and it's you're literally next to real people yeah. who are happy, like laughing and talking and singing. It's just cool. That's wild. There she is. That hairball came back up. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, yeah, well, we love you, girl. <laughs> so much. So I'm thinking about recording that sound and putting it on, like, a keychain button, and then we could sell that. <laughs> Everybody wants so that noise. So every time you, like, beep your car to unlock it, that's the noise the car makes. 
right, alarm's on. That should be your text message noise. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. That's wild. It's it's called the old dog hack. They all do it. Once they hit a certain age, for some reason, they just got stuff to hack up. (laughs) I mean, I got I feel her. That's me every morning, too. We've been having a lot of animal love. (laughs) What do you mean? I don't know. Just... There are, our animals have been such a happiness for us lately. It's because we're all home all the time. I know. Yeah. But our ducks. Oh, yeah. Beautifully integrated. Yep. It's just peace in our flock right now. Unfortunately, we have the two boys <laughs> who are isolated. We found Still. a home for one of them. Yep. Um, the other one, we found another home for <laughs> in our stew pot. Um, in the main flock, though, everyone's just chill right now. Yeah. No fighting. The ducks are happy. The chickens are. It's cool. When does mating season start for ducks? Oh, I do. I hopefully a long time. Spring, right? Spring babies. So when we have to separate the boys, that'll be unfortunate. Um, but right now, we're enjoying a lot of peace and tranquility yeah. amongst fire and craziness. Yeah, that's true. Man. But the crazy thing is the other day, like, the animals around us knew something was going on. Oh, big time. Remember? Because Nancy's horses were going crazy. The sheep were going nuts. The birds were going nuts. Our dogs were going nuts. Oh, yeah. The horses were neighing. They knew something was up. Because there was something up. The fire. And in their perspective, they're trapped. Yeah. You know, the horses can't get away. The sheep are stuck. They know that something comes through. Fire's over. Or their life is over. Well, like animals are usually the first indicator that something's coming. Like you, you know, like if something's outside, we don't know it until the dogs alert mm-hmm. us to it. They got that. I don't know. They're hyper aware of threats. It's amazing because, like Emma, she knows the sound of our cars from inside the house. Yeah, the like difference. She knows when someone is coming home that she loves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She also knows time unbelievably well, like because she knows. When we leave in the morning, she knows when dad gets home from work before retirement. Because yeah, dad get, used to get off true. at 3.30, then Cody would get off at 4.35, and then I didn't get home until 7, but or 7.30. But she would always, on those hours, be sitting at the door waiting because she knew we were coming <laughs> home at that time. And there was a few times dad didn't come home right away because he was doing something else. And I called him one time because she was sitting so <laughs> close to that door. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I called him. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Emma is waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Emma the dog is waiting yeah, for you. She can't. She doesn't like it. So what do you what do you think that is? Why do you think they that dogs are so good at telling time? Do you think it's an instinct thing? You know, like, I, oh, I'm hungry and right now is usually when I get food. Yeah, I think so, because dad usually when he comes in gives her a treat at 3:30. So she knows at 3:30 at this time, because they don't go off of time like we do. They go off of like the day. Like, what point of the day it is. Like, we look at a time on our thing. They go based off of... Well, yeah, but then as the sun... I mean, the seasons change, their perception on what, like, 5 o'clock in the afternoon would change. It takes them a while. Because Emma, like, if it's... What's the one where... Spring forward, fall back? I don't know. Where she... (laughs) it's, It's really only four, but she thinks it's five. Yeah, fall. Yeah, so she will at four o'clock be sitting there barking at the thing for dinner, and it's like not four much. o'clock on our watches. Yes, but in her tummy clock, it's five. Yeah, because technically it's still the same time amount of time hmm. from when she last ate. 
Hmm. We, as people, are the ones who change. Well, and that's true, too, because animals really go off of night and daytime. Nighttime. So as the... <laughs> nighttime! Daytime! <laughs> so, and that, you know, that makes sense. We apply this arbitrary 24-hour time clock, mm -hmm. which really doesn't make any sense if you think about the day and night cycle. Yeah. Because as the seasons get shorter, in theory... I mean, not really theory, but in my world, the 24 hours would then like shrink. So it always gets dark around nine. Let's just say nine is the dusk time. Yeah. So that means in the summer, nine is much further in the day. And in the winter, nine is much earlier in the day. So really it would be impossible because there'd be no, I mean, it would be standardized. That's just how you would build your clocks. <laughs> Your clocks would have to basically adjust for the shrinking and growing daylight period. Yeah. Because our cycle for sleep is supposed to be based off of daytime, <laughs> nighttime. nighttime, you know, and I don't know. That's interesting, isn't it? Because people yeah. say, oh, it's so early, but it's night. It is dark. It's 730, sure, on our clocks. But our body is telling us yeah. it's late. Yeah. Because it kind it of is. Dark out, yeah. Isn't that wild? It's bedtime. So we just lose out. I bet you back in the day before we came up with all this bullshit to stay awake when the sun was down, um, I bet you we slept way more. Oh, so in probably. the winter, we slept like 15 hours. And then in the summer, we slept like six. Mm. Because that's what our body... So we've completely yeah. thrown our natural body clock off by applying this arbitrary time. Well, I always thought that they did the time change for, it was like for the farmers. Yeah. Like I mean, their, that's the, but that doesn't make any sense because there was some farmers out in birth the other day, harvesting their corn in the pure darkness. Well, cause now they can pure this, dark. They grow a lot longer than they used to be able oh. to. Cuz I mean daylight savings time is a long time ago. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's not a new principle. Well, actually, wasn't it in like the 60s? I have no idea. I think that's another misnomer. Is a lot of people think it's an old thing and it's really not. Mm. Yeah. Which yeah, is I was just driving by and I was like it's funny. Isn't that supposed to be so you're not doing that in the dark? <laughs> it's also an international thing, though, too. Like the whole most of the world in most parts of the world does some type of daylight savings. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a few places that don't, but most places do. I didn't know that. Yeah. 1918, 1918 is when. I mean, that was a ways, a, a time ago. Wow. Yeah. Was Congress horrible. enacted its first daylight savings law. Huh. Was, was it the first country to do it? <laughs> I mean, America I leads the way, right? Does it? In everything. <laughs> but we weren't first. <laughs> With what? Who was the first? Country? Country. China? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, the oldest nation is in, like, Africa, Israel kind of deal. Oh. Yeah, like the oldest cultures. But what's the oldest country? Like it's just and based off of what though? I don't know. A country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, let's see. Egypt be up so there. So where did they where did they say that cavemen were? 
the cavemen's. <laughs> the cavemen's were kind of all over the place, Danielle. Well, that's like what I'm trying to ask is like, where did they originate? Oh, where did the like first... the heart of humanity? Uh, is in Africa. Oh. So well, like that's... that's where they say that all of life on Earth started. Like, started. Okay. Um, and it, you know, Pangea, that's that yeah. where all the continents yep. were once together. So that's when that would have started, and then what had since become Africa would have been that landmass right there. Mm. So it all started there, and then cavemen branched out, and you know, as as the world kind of split up, just I don't know, just mm. all keeps going. Crazy. Yeah, it's like a virus, really. <laughs> that's the best way to compare it. Is we just infect an area, we di- we divide replicate and just keep growing and mm-hmm. it's like a fungus just encompassing it's the like earth the leviathans <laughs> yeah man they're just taking over everything it's wild <clears throat> yeah yeah what well, uh what country has the biggest population china you're hooked up on china <laughs> i feel like they probably People are gonna start asking questions <laughs> <laughs> no that's just a huge landmass yeah yeah I but can, a lot I of china is russia Oh, wait, Lindsay's making a face. <laughs> like what you true. probably think China is like the top of what you picture China is Russia. And it's all like ice mountains. Oh, so China itself is huge. It's absolutely massive. Right. But a lot of it's very rural, rural, agrarian. So what is the what country is the most populated? It's either India India. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. India, China, just based off sheer population and landmass. Or Japan. Japan? Isn't Japan tiny? Oh, yeah. but China. Say... I was right. See? Yeah. I mean, it was very likely. Has the world's largest population. 1.42 billion. That's a lot. And then India has 1.35 billion. Wow. The United and look States, how much smaller Indonesia. India is than China. Nigeria is on the top five list. Who was three? Um, so it goes China, India. And number three is? U.S., ah. Indonesia, Brazil. These were in the top three. Pakistan and Nigeria. Oh, okay. That's wrong. I read that wrong. It says... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it says the next five most popular nations, U.S., Indonesia, Brazil, Pakistan, and Nigeria, together have fewer people than India. That's wild, man. So those... So basically, first and second... Five. Are first and second by a... Long shot. Five times margin. So why does India have such a big population? You know, that's a good question. Is it a (laughs) large area? I mean, not really. I mean, India's big, but it's not huge. How, How many Indias could you fit in America? Five or six, Lindsay's saying. But yeah, they just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a culture thing. I don't know if it's just a... Oh, so it says reasons that have contributed. So it's the population growth experience in India can largely be explained by variations in birth and death rates. But then it says other reasons have contributed to high birth rates are early marriages, lack of awareness, poverty, and illiteracy. But that makes sense, though, because they do get married very young. And a lot of arranged marriage Mm is part of their culture. Yeah. 
So they're having kids young. Just so tools. then their kids are having kids. Like, there's just kids upon kids upon kids. And then they just stack houses upon houses, man. Like, I've never been to India. There's very nice parts, of course. Just like there's nice everything else. So you fit about three Indias in America. Wow. And they have... Wow. I mean, what would that would ten times our population? Yeah, something like a that. A lot. Huge. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Like, where would they fit them all? I guess that makes sense, though, because there is a lot of places in the U.S. that are just open space. Like, there's forests. Oh, great, and... isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about all the, the flyover states. I did a little finger quotes there, because I don't really like that term, but... All the parts in the middle of America where all the farming and stuff oh, is. Oh, yeah, where it's just land. It's just land. Yeah. Land as far as I can see. I mean, me and Lindsay have traveled the rails um, up and down the U.S., and when you go through the middle parts and you're just watching nothing but rows of corn upon mm. corn upon corn, there is nothing out there. I feel like it'd make you go crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And then there's tornadoes. Mm. Beautiful country, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like... I don't know. That just reminded me of when I was in Missouri because they have so many trees there that you can legitimately get lost because like coming from Colorado, we have the mountains to go off of. Yeah. So it's very easy to know which direction you're going. Well, and we have hills. So, yeah. I mean, you can like be driving and get some altitude and orient yourself. Yeah. But like in Missouri, they have these humongous trees. So you can't see anything. When we were down there, I was like, I have absolutely no idea which direction we are going at all. I never knew. <laughs> and, like, it's just very, like, claustrophobic. Like, Is even... it the trees that, like, go over the roads? Well, they're just so tall next to the roads that you can't see in front of you, behind you, side to side, this is nothing. trees. Trees and houses. It's crazy. That's wild. It's really flat. I've never been to Missouri. Um, it's pretty, There's a lot of, like, curves and stuff. Very when, curvy roads. When did I go to Missouri? We were driving back from Ohio. So you there and back. Eh. Drove. Louis, remember? Drove. Oh, that like <laughs> super shitty place. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm sure there's nice parts, but I'll tell you what, I saw the worst parts. Oh, no, the place we went to was, it was Lake Looked of like the Ozarks. like a war zone, man. <laughs> Whew. Like blown out buildings with graffiti all over them. Like, oh my gosh. It was nuts. I truly felt I was at a, in like a world, a war zone. That's not how, because we went to Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, that so. sounds nice. Is that what that show's based off of? <laughs> yeah, that place, yeah. The show's called Ozarks. Yep. All right, man. We're way out of here now. We just did like six <laughs> topics in two minutes. So I think with all of that, we had some fun with fire. <laughs> um, then y'all got to drive a sweet van. <laughs> I got to tow a cherry picker. <laughs> Mark got pretty lost if that ends up in the final cut. What? Just when I wasn't sure what was happening. <laughs> um, yeah, then we wrapped it up with a bunch of nonsense. Ozarks. Yeah, the Ozarks and Warzone, uh, Missouri. We talked about something else in there. There's some in the middle. What it was? They'll know. Global population. China. Yeah, Danielle's really hooked up on China. <laughs> I just like the name. I like to say China. Also, I want to give a special shout out to our special guest, Pimperella, <laughs> because uh, apparently we got quite a few compliments on that. So <laughs> I might actually just write the short story of Pimperella and read it on one of the shows. I don't know. All it'll take is one more compliment. I'll do it. <laughs> Pimparella will always be in our hearts. If one of you compliment me on Pimparella again, I'll write the short story. I don't care who it is. <laughs>
Okay. That's all I got. You got anything? No, I got to go to bed. Lindsay? Peace out. (laughs) Girl Scout. (laughs) Yep.